This Water News with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley. Well, it's time for Water News with Steve Baker. And Steve, um, welcome back to KVMR. Well, happy to be here, as always. Well, Steve, um, Thanksgiving is just around the corner, Indigenous Day, which is actually called nowadays. Um, and it's really a reminder that we have a lot to appreciate in our lives. So why don't we do that today? Uh, you first. What's one really good water-related thing in your life? Ooh, hot question here. I'd say that uh, I am blessed, or really we are blessed, in Northern California to have such a great dosage of water. This state gets most of its water up here where we live. And uh, and then it gets transported to other areas so that they can live. So I'm I'm very happy that <laughs> that we have so much water that falls out of the sky in Northern California. Now I know there've been a lot more dry wells, you know, this past year. But but even during these recent dry years, our wells and our reservoirs have always provided us with water. So I, I really am thankful to the water purveyors involved in that, and also to the rainwater harvesters, those in our community that are helping people harness the rain and store that for their homes and, and businesses. And then for those people, I, I also thank uh, that are actually monitoring their groundwater wells so that they, uh, they're, they're using that information to manage themselves sustainably. You know, that, that's a, a very good thing and it's becoming more and more popular. The, uh, the attention lastly uh, in, of course, this has been going on for years and years. Uh, we're paying attention to our creeks, our rivers, our, basically our surface water, our wetlands areas and making an effort that we have a natural flowing supply of water in those areas. So I'm thankful for really the engagement of all of us as a community working with all of that great water fall, falls in Northern California. Paul, your turn. My turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, the, all the great rain, uh, which was, was very spectacular, uh, caused me to have a major worry. And it was that my well water was very clouded after that. And uh, I was really, really worried, of course, you know. And anytime something weird happens to your well, it could be a very, very expensive proposition. So I did call a well person that I work with. And, and she says, well, we'll check the water. We'll find out, you know, if the, what is clouding it. But... Just wait a few days and it might clear up. Well, sure enough, it did. It cleared up after four or five days, actually, after the big storm. And, you know, gradually after that, it took about a week or so, and it was kind of back to normal. That was good news. Oh, great. Yeah, most of the time it is. I mean, get first rain in our as our wet season comes on, and that empties out all that sand and silt and material that's in the fractures that eventually are used to uh, fill up your well with water. And so it brings that sand along with it and silt. So you you experience that, and it does go away after a you know, matter of days or, or weeks. It, it, it's gone again. So good for you. Good for you. Here's a question for you, Steve. Um, when I hear next year's water projections for the winter, I wonder if we can always stay ahead of scarce water years. We are coming up with, well, we're coming out of right now, the driest two-year stretch in California history. Okay, we made the record books. And then I've heard that the projections for this next year is uh, low precipitation, unfortunately. 
So this is the beginnings for me of where really I'm feeling like, you know, we'll be okay in these water scarce years. I'm, I'm, I'm noticing in California that we're getting away from this putting out the fire approach to managing things. And we're, we're doing things in a better way. Celeste Cantu, uh, she's the chair with the San Diego Regional Water Quality Control Board. She's saying, hey, guys, we're lucky. There's a lot of money in this state that's earmarked for addressing 21st century climate change challenges. Well, guess what? That means there's a lot of water projects that can be financed. Carla Nemeth, the director of California Department of Water Resources, says that California is going to start its own drought monitor, which is uh, there is already a federal one. It gives information out that's available to everybody. But this will be a state one with a lot more uh, accuracy and instant availability of information that can be used by everybody, all, all those of us living in California, to manage our supplies. So it's a very, very good tool for all of us to use. There's more money becoming available to expand water storage projects. California is prepped to take advantage of major storms that our winters bring. In other words, conveyance to move all that extra water we get during these crazy atmospheric river storms and direct them to groundwater recharge areas. Excellent projects. And, of course, uh, next year's spending plan. Oh, my gosh, we're, our fan, financial capacity is going up even more. So we are poised to do uh, good things and better things than we have even in the past. Uh, there's more coping tools, more management tools, uh, those types of things. It's uh, California is a special place. Interestingly, the way a lot of our laws are written, it's water's meant to be shared geographically and temporally, not hoarded. That's kind of how the system's built. So this uh, this system, which is the foundation, is is our water rights system. It is really a water management program, and sometimes it gets tested, you know, during those scarce years of water. And what usually happens when you have scarce years of water is you learn about what's not working very well, <laughs> okay? And, but thing is, that perpetuates us into doing a better job so that it will work better. And uh, we, 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 have, we have a good goal here. All Californians need to be supported. Their efforts need to be equitable. And each of us have a responsibility to get all this done. Okay. These ideals are in the forefront of, of all of us. Okay, Steve, how do we actually stay on track to do those things? Depending on the issue, you focus on priorities, right? Okay. First priority, water security. It's always the first priority. So those of you on, uh, on city water or wells, you know, Think these are the questions you want to ask yourselves. What's in jeopardy? What happens if you if you lose water? What's going to happen to your life, your livelihood? How much tolerance do you have for taking the pain of the situation? You know, if you're out for a day, maybe no big deal. A couple days, two, three days, no big deal. What about if it's for more like a month or a whole season or more? How much pain can you tolerate? And then what's the risk in making the wrong decision? So inaction, if there's inaction on your part, what are you risking? Really look at those questions and answer those for yourselves. When the conflicts start up, this is another thing. You you look at the situation through the lens of diplomacy and also the transformation of the water conflict. So these are the other two things that we need to think about when we're talking about uh, priorities. Diplomacy is really looking at what interest exists within the population that's being impacted. Okay, what what are the interests? Yeah, you know, what's everybody's needs? What's their wants? And then they're looking at those differences and um, 
And that's where you can transform things and make things better. So you're looking at uh, the differences between rights, differences between the needs that we each have, the benefits, the equity, things like that. And that's really where the rubber meets the road. That's where a lot of the tensions lie. So the, the goal really for all of us is to see the bigger picture and then act on it. That's what it's all about. And I am most thankful really for a community that is actually willing to do that. I'm very thankful for that. Steve, uh, thanks a lot. Talk to you in two weeks. You bet. Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with KVMR's water guy, Steve Baker. You can email him with your questions at stevebaker at operationunite.co.